Hello, and welcome to Piecing the Parsha Together. The Parsha's Akiv continues Moshe's speech to B'nai Yisrael in the period preceding his death. And most significantly, Akiv discusses the Chet Ha'egel. takes up, I think, approximately one-third of the Parsha, and it's spread out over two sections. The second section, in some places, appears almost like it is moving the narrative forward. But then it goes back and, and focuses on the eagle itself. If we look at um, Pasuk Hay, Moshe comes down from the mountain and, and they're ready to move on, it would seem. And in Pasuk Vav, surprisingly, because it's not right away following, it talks about B'nai Israel traveling and then it talks about the death of Aram. And then it talks about further travels of B'nai Israel to Gudgada and Yatvasa in, in Pasuk Zayin. Then in Pasachas, it seems to go back, and it talks about separating the Shevet of Levi, which seemingly happened before the travels, and before Aaron's death, for that matter. And it mentions in Pasachas that Levi has no chelik in Eretz Yisrael. Then it mentions here, it goes back to the Chet Angle, and it says that Moshe was there for 40 days and 40 nights. Hashem listened to him. He didn't want to destroy B'nai Yisrael. And then in 11, Pasach it says that Hashem told Moshe that he would travel in in, in, in Inherit the land. Focusing on the, the glaring issues of Aaron's death, and seemingly this is being plopped into the middle of the Egel story, Rashi answered midrashically to explain the death of Aaron. And he says that when Aaron dies, it causes B'nai Israel to do a backtrack on their way. And that's why the Pesukim don't mention here that Aaron dies in Horahar. Rather, it mentions the places they, they backtracked following Aaron's death. And there is pursuit given by Shevet Levi. And they are stopped, those who those who decided to, to go backtrack. And it's only there they appreciate Aaron's death. And Rashi further says that the reason why it's mentioned here in the Chet Egel story is to show you that the death of Atzana can be as significant in the eyes of Hashem as the destruction of the Luchos. In a more shot-oriented approach, the Malbim comments on these Psukim, and the Malbim repeats a thesis that he has stated elsewhere in his commentary, and that is that Mamariva. It's not really the cause of either Moshe and Aaron's death, even though that's what we are led to believe from reading those Pesukim. He says, rather, Aaron's fault is that he did not protest B'nai Israel's actions in constructing the eagle. He was worried that they would kill him, and the mom says there was no mitzvah of Kedesh Hashem at the time. But we see when Moshe comes down, and I believe that is Pesuk Hey, he grinds the, the eagle up, nobody complains. So therefore, it becomes a, 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 a complaint against Aaron that he, he sold B'nai Israel short. I find it interesting, and this is an aside, that there are similarities to that, according to some, in Moshe's sin at Meimariva. He was supposed to speak to the rock rather than hit the rock, and it could be that he felt hitting was required for where B'nai Israel was at this moment, and and how much Hashem would, would, would do. But again, the idea was that if Hashem said speak, do it. Maybe they could recognize that. They could take appreciation from that. So again, Moshe in some ways sells B'nai Israel short. As a parenthetical, that there may be some overlap between 
these two accounts. But the Mahabhams of the opinion that Moshe does not uh, die at Mariva, because of Mariva, nor does Aram. And the Mahabham says that you see, when it talks about them going to, to Mariva, there's water mentioned. It mentions the Nachle Mayim. They didn't need water. Rather, it's just a pretext um, against Moshe and Aram. But, the Mahabham leaves us with this idea that there's a shortcoming on Aram from the Chete Egel. The Rosh will fill in some blanks that it says that Hashem tries to daven on Aram's behalf and it didn't work and two of his sons die and not all four. So this is sort of a <clears throat> imperfect end um, for Aram. However, we look at Rashi, we see that even if Aaron is in some way, shape, or form caught up in the Chet Ha'egel, specifically Rashi mentions in Madrash here that the death of Tzadikim, which Tzadik referring to Aaron, is as significant as the destruction of the Luchos. So on the one hand, Aaron seems to be taken to task for his role in creating the Egel. He should have protested, as we see Moshe protests, and it succeeds. But, on the other hand, we are also told with the death of Aaron and the, the chaos that ensues among some members of B'nai Israel that they can't stay anymore. This is something that is also highlighted with Aaron. So, Aaron's actions in the Chet Egel you could say around the spectrum. And again, this may help explain part of why this is included in the story of the Chete Egel. And ultimately that will relate in the separation of Shevet Levi as well. So, again, Egev definitely focuses on the Chete Egel. And one message that comes from the Chete Egel, which may not have been mentioned previously, which makes sense that it's going to be said in in Sefer Devarim is that Aaron is taken to task for his role in the ego. It is covered up to protect Aaron's honor and it is then presented as a, some sort of failure with Mamariva. But we can appreciate that even if Aaron has some sort of shortcoming from the Chayta Ego, nevertheless we can also see from this Torah's account that Aaron plays a, a crucial role and talks about even the women were crying about Aaron's death because he brought peace between husbands and wives. But Aaron is in some way not fully, not really diminished from this because again, Aaron's death is used as, to symbolize that it is as significant in front of Hashem as the destruction of the Luchos. Wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. I thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.